Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Okay, today on the Family Brand Podcast, I have Brooke Lasweer, who is a podcast host of Bedtime History. Welcome, Breck, to the Family Brand Podcast. Thanks, Melissa. Glad to be here. <laughs> so Breck has this fun podcast. It's just what it says. It's called Bedtime History, and it's little nuggets of history, primarily geared like towards um, an audience of children, I would say. And it's like little 10 to 15 minute episodes about things in history, which my kids really love. So, and then a little backstory. So Breck and I grew up like, basically on the same street. So Breck is a little bit older than me. I'm friends with his um, younger sister, Melanie. And I think, Breck, I remember when Melanie first told me, hey, my brother's doing a podcast. You should listen to it. And this was like a long time ago. I think you were probably the first person I knew that had a podcast. Like, how long have you been doing podcasts for? Let's see. Uh, It's probably about three years now. Three or four years. Yeah, she'd probably awesome. figure that out for sure. She <laughs> doesn't. Of years. Yeah, four maybe is a good guess. Totally. And I just think it's such a great podcast. First of all, my, like I mentioned, my kids love it. Um, and it's just like little stories of history. So I would just love to share this resource with our listeners. You know, when you're on your trips this summer, road trips, whatever, it's been so fun for us to connect around, listen to these like little stories and then. It's just this great talking point. And I also love that it's like um, an education, informative, and it's just really fun. You, you do such a great job with little sound effects and keep it entertaining. Um, so I just wanted to talk more about that today here with you. So tell me, what, um, what was your inspiration with starting the Bedtime History podcast? Yeah, so, I mean, bedtimes, all parents know, you know, how... How fun <laughs> bed bedtimes can be. Yes. Well, they have their ups and downs, right? Uh, in some ways, I, that's my favorite time with kids often, uh, just because if I've like worked a long day and I haven't seen them, it is like quality one-on-one time. Um, but it can also be stressful enough. They're struggling to get down or fall asleep. My and mine have all gone through different times. Uh, and you have four children. Four. Yeah. Ages. You told me before we started recording. Yeah, almost sixteen uh, to eight. Yes, sixteen, fourteen, twelve, and eight. Yep. Awesome. Um, yeah. So we did a lot of different things. Sometimes I'd tell them stories. You're always like often reading stories is another thing. But what I found is you know we read together for a few minutes, and then sometimes it could take them an hour to go to bed, and you know reading for an hour would be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. We turned to audiobooks um, as one thing that they they liked, and I knew about podcasts. I listened to some podcasts. There's a lot of good stuff they were listening to, but I thought maybe the ideal podcast, at least for some evenings, would be like if they could learn something new, and if it could be 
inspirational and relaxing. That was sort of this perfect formula for me. Mm-hmm. And I started to look around and there's a, there's a ton of kids podcasts, but most of them were more kind of high energy and upbeat and therefore like during the day. They're great, but they're just really off the wall. Sometimes even kind of, so I've heard like potty humor and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like this isn't really the vibe I'm going for. You know, maybe during the day, that's fine, but we're trying to get them to wind down. And there are some good podcasts out there for that. A lot of them are like fairy tales and fictional stories, which are great. I already loved history myself. Uh, it's like I took a lot of history classes in college and I was just more just something I did on my own, a lot of reading and studying. Um I was just been like very curious about history. So I thought, you know, what if I could create like this simple story for them, uh, record it myself, write a little script, record it, add some sound effects and um, play it for them, see what they think. And then like, like podcasts are so easy that I could just put it up and see what happens. And so the first episode I created was uh, Neil Armstrong, just basic story of kind of Neil Armstrong's childhood, <clears throat> some of his education and training, and then his trip to the moon it was pretty simple, like eight minutes. Um, very like crude in terms of like recording quality. And I didn't have any kind of narration voice at the time. So I listened back and I'm like, oh, I'm so monotone. <laughs> quality is, is bad, you know, it's poor. Um, but I went ahead and put it up because it's free and easy. You started so, anyway. Yeah. 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 I did, and that's kind of been my philosophy with a lot of things like just do something get it out there you know see what sticks and then and then iterate you know as you go so they had fun with it they kind of helped me do some of the sound effects and they put it up and i i wish i knew like how many listens i got in the first month um the first thing i did notice is there weren't a lot of like history podcasts for kids there were a couple of them not many and i don't think i had a ton of listens i mean it could have been like a hundred and that would have probably been enough for me to think, oh, like a hundred people heard this. Yeah. Like, wow, okay. You know, it's, it's not thousands or anything, but there's a hundred, you know, maybe they'd like to hear another one. And then I, I think at first I was doing like two a month and just thought I would see how it went. And they got a little better each time. Um, I don't really remember what the trajectory really was from there, except that I just noticed I was getting more and more listeners each month. And, um, and I think within probably three or six months, I was like, oh, this is something that really could go somewhere and I'm going to keep, you know, spending time with it and hope it might take off. And so, I mean, you know how a podcast goes, it's like you start with an idea and then you just kind of iterate on it and prove a little as you go. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is kind of history there, but well, let's stop know- the initial idea and kind of how it started. That's awesome. And I know, um, you probably fall under the kids and family charts as far as charts for podcasts go. And I see you at, like in the top, like your podcast does really well. Like people are listening yeah. to it and loving it. So I think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to see how it's taken off. What would you say is the primary uh, age or target audience for your podcast? That's a great question. I, I, when I initially created it, the idea was to make it like kind of to the lowest denominator, you know, which was maybe like a six-year-old even. I thought, you know, if I can do something that's simple enough for a six-year-old, you know, then it could be enjoyed by kids all through elementary. Um, probably now, I would say 
anywhere from like eight to 10 year olds, you know, could, could understand it. But then we have kids up through junior high and high school. And we actually have quite a few adults that listen to it too. So that's kind of fun. I think especially someone who maybe is new to history or just wants like a survey of a lot of different topics. That's, it's worked well for them. And I, and I think partly too, I don't know if you've listened to many audio, like nonfiction audio books, but I have trouble like following them, you know, when they start to get into a lot of details and mm-hmm. too easy to get distracted um, with these, I think, cause they're written for young kids. It's, you know, they're pretty, the language is simpler. They're just easier, like for anyone to follow is on appeal, I think for adults, but, um, and that's probably one of the biggest challenges, at least when I brought on, I have a couple of script writers. There's a few that have come in and out is being able to like simplify complex topics for kids. Mm-hmm. You can't just be talking about the cold war. You can't just say, oh, during the cold war, it's like, well, you got to explain the cold war. What is <laughs> like, what is, and then, and then you get to what's the Soviet union, you know, and there's all this, yes. you, you're really trying to find ways to simplify it for kids. And for me, that's actually kind of the fun part is, is how can I take something complex and really simplify it to where kids can understand it and process it and then use like words that, you know, that would be in their vocabulary. So. And I like how at the end of your um, episodes, for the most part, I feel like you kind of tie this bow on it and have them think like, I can't think of a, of a good example, but you know what I'm talking about. Tell me like, what's your intention like at the end of your episodes? Yeah, so that was part of it too. Um, so they're learning something new, and then it—I mean, they're not always, I'd say, inspirational. I do always try to end with some kind of moral. Um, here's something we can learn from it, you know, or from what what was done. So with biographies, it's obviously easier, and just you know, I think the line early on I used, like Neil Armstrong, you know, you can learn mm-hmm. and have determination and go to school and learn good things. So then you can, you know, accomplish these other things. And so, yeah, I usually try to conclude with some kind of takeaway or how they might apply something from that person's life to their own. I almost had my, um, my 15 year old, he's homeschooling right now. And I, I told him like, Hey, do you want to come do this podcast episode with me? (laughs) Just now with you and I, and I, I almost had him, but so we were talking about it and he's like, so this is his question to you. It's like, where do you find your inspiration for the topics that you present on the podcast? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question too. So when I've worked with script writers, some of them have come through like listening with their kids. Like, hey, I love your podcast. And I write some, you know, can I help out in any way? What I tend to do um, is let them pick topics that interest them. I, I usually have a list going from kids that have, that have, you know, requested different topics. So we're usually working from that, or I think it's, it's always nice person writing it. They already, they already have some kind of interest in it. So one of my writers right now, she loves everything like, like royalty and related to like England. She's been there many times. And so a lot of her, we just did one about Big Ben, you know, the clock tower. Um, and she's done about some of the, done scripts about some of the different royalty there. So that, for her is something easy to write about. And then the same for me, like I know you asked about favorite episodes, like when we've gone somewhere new or interesting, I'll often do an episode about that place. We went to Costa Rica a couple of years ago and it kind of ties in with 
other things that are going in my going on in my life. And then that way, when I show up at the place, it's more interesting because I know some of the story behind it. And so I kind of, because I'm doing this on the side, it's nice to be able to something I'm already interested, interested in to be able to research it and then, and then talk about it. So that's often the way I get inspiration. I try to bring in like a diversity of backgrounds. Um, so there's a lot of like women's history also, and like black history and just cause we have listeners, lots of different listeners, even all over the world. And so yeah. just bringing in a lot of different influences is something we try to do. So we're, we're always kind of like looking at what we're interested in ourselves, but then also trying to kind of branch out at the same time. So. Yeah. What would you say? Cause I think it's important for kids to know history. Have there been any outcomes that you could think of um, for families that have listened to your podcast, like knowing history? Are there any stories about just stories families have shared with you, how your podcast has changed or blessed their life? That's a good question. You know, honestly, most of the feedback I get is related to bedtime. And a lot of kids experience anxiety at bedtime. Like I get so many comments. It's tough to just hear how much of that's going on. And I don't know exactly yeah. what it's related to. You can imagine all the different things. Um, so a lot of the feedback is just like, thanks for you know being able to share a story at bedtime that's relaxing. That was actually, yeah. So the other kind of component is it was try to make it very calming, which isn't always easy with history. <laughs> Because yeah, is, you know, so I have to be careful how I tell some of these stories um, to filter some things for kids. So that's probably, that's not so much immoral, just as how, as how it's helped them. I'm trying to think of any specific outcomes you know, related to history. People always love it when it's about somewhere that they're from. So they write in mm -hmm. and mention that. No, but I think that's amazing. Like if you can have a, like support families and having wins in their homes, like whether that's a bedtime or calming, like anxiety. Like, I think that's huge. Yeah. Thanks. Just a couple of your episodes. I know you talk about people, there's places, there's world events. Um, I've seen a few that you've done that were kind of current events that you would, would talk about, obviously world history type events. Does that basically cover most of what is in the podcast yeah it covers covers most of them yeah um can really be about anything i also just love learning about science too and so i've thrown some of those in but then i always have to tie it in i'm like the history of stars yeah. <laughs> they have a history too i guess it typically falls under science you know well, yeah. we've done one about bees and beekeeping and and so i had someone ask me once they're like are you raging around of topics and I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> so many things, you know? Yeah. It's kind of opus, but um, yeah, so it could be about anything really. It's it's probably just me being curious and wanting to find ways to pull it into the podcast at times. But yeah. Do you have a favorite episode that stands out above, above all others for you? Yeah, that's a good question. It's hard to pick one. Some of the ones about places I've been to, I mean, and you lived in Hawaii. So we have one about Hawaii that was really interesting that I loved researching. You just realize, I think we grew up kind of with a, um, 
more of a Western civilization history, you know, that we learn. I, kids, I think my kids have been bringing home more stuff about other parts of the world that I've been impressed with. But I feel like mine was yeah. mostly kind of Western or, you know, maybe some of the Middle Eastern stuff. But uh, so just hearing about Hawaii and like all the different tribes and the wars and these um, kings and mm-hmm. like, there's this whole epic, you know, history just in Hawaii that kind of blew my mind. And then you visit there and you think of all these events happening. Uh, that was a cool one. I did one about Jacques Cousteau around the time I was getting like a diving certification. Just that was, that was cool. I did one about George Lucas. I just love Star Wars. So yeah. So why not? Yeah. The handful of ones that come to mind. (laughs) We did the last one we did uh, was this Monday. It was, this is from one of the writers. It was about a coyote that's taken in as like a pup becomes this guy's pet and ends up flying with him. He takes the pup, the coyote pup or pet with him over to England to fly during World War II. And it like comes along with him on those flights. So it's the name of the coyote was Jeep. So it's Jeep, the flying coyote. That was one of the more kind of, you know, exotic <laughs> episodes. But I love it. It was just, it was written really well. So I'm fortunate to have like great people who have helped out with the podcast. Let's go. We'll have to listen to that one. I've never heard about Jeep, <laughs> flying coyote. I didn't either. Yeah, I started to think maybe we need to do a book about all these different animals. We did another one about this cat that ended up on these different battleships during World War One, like a whole animal history, you know, where animals show up in history would be fun. That's a good idea. Okay, one last thing I want to touch on is you did an episode. This is something we like talking about it with family brand is knowing like the power of family history and family stories. And I know you did an episode about your grandma early on too. Yeah. What had you um, kind of decide that you wanted to do an episode about her? Yeah. Um, I remember how it came about exactly. It was my mom's idea. She can help me write the script. Or I also had this thought that one, it's just a reminder that I need to kind of incorporate this more in the podcast, but often you have these stories about people who, you know, make the history books and do something that changes history. Um, but there's this whole other part of history, mostly, you know, like family histories where it's these people who are just kind of going about their day-to-day lives, like just loving their kids and taking care of their kids. And and we know how, how much work that can be. Right. But, you know, history is influenced in these like small things that families are doing, which, you know, with your podcast and and businesses is helping families do that. Because, and often too, it's like, we can look back on history and it's easy to see all the negative events and things those tend to make the books, you know, the big wars and shocking, you know, events and things. But then I try to remember, think about families, you know, in their own little you know, like taking care of each other and mothers and fathers loving their kids. And I try to remind myself that whenever I kind of get negative about history, mm-hmm. it's like no one's writing books about that. That's not making the history books. Um, so back to my grandma, I thought, you know, I need to have an episode about someone who is like leading a life that where they're helping and taking care of those around them and they're changing the world and like their way in their, in their smaller circle. Um, because that, you know, most of the kids who are listening, it's 
they're not necessarily going to be doing things that would make the history books right. And that's not ne- that's not even what really matters. That's always been a value to me is like, how can I make a difference in my little sphere? Mm-hmm. Um, and so with her, it was like a story. And I think we did it for her birthday. It's kind of how it came about. Um, I was like, I just want to tell a story about someone who has done good things in their little part of the world. She was like a piano teacher too, which is cool. So she influenced a lot of people that way. I think everyone, yeah. And in her case, it's like she had influenced others in that way, but also just a good mother and grandmother. And that's for kids. Like they don't have to be, you know, on a world stage figures. Yeah. World stage. Um, Cause really that to me is those kind of small relationships and things that can change the world. So that's really beautiful. Well, thank you for this. And again, anyone listening, please go check out Bedtime History. Again, we've we've loved it. It's been perfect. Like have little have little talking points um that we can share together. And we are, I was slipping through your episodes. We're going to Europe this summer for the first time. And I was noticing, oh, you have like an episode about the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And <laughs> I don't even know. I'm sure you have even more than that. Um, we'll have to check it out. And I mean it would be perfect, like for my little ones to listen to it's not like you're saying having to dive into like the deep history of our region and stuff through that it's like bikes yeah. and easy to consume something simple yeah there's a so i also have the youtube channel so there's the podcast and the youtube channel take a lot of the the audio and turn it into like video slideshows so oh, cool. sometimes helpful with the kids and then there's also the website bedtimehistorystories.com and you can search that for all the text um all description too if you're looking for I, I think it's all categorized there that's the thing you don't get sometimes with podcasts yeah there's a way to categorize them but on the website you can go and there's like a whole europe section oh cool awesome any um final words of wisdom or advice to <laughs> anyone listening today just keep learning and being curious and uh, teaching your kids and it can help inspire them or give them a perspective about the world they might not otherwise have. And so yeah, keep, keep doing the good things you're doing. Awesome. Thanks, Breck. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the family brand podcast to say, thank you. We have something really awesome. We'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.